My name is Thomas Gibbonsneff. I'm a journalist at the New York Times. I served in the Marine Corps as an infantryman. When it comes to reporting on the front line, a lot of the same basics are at play. Uh, you're looking at the map of where you're going. If you're on a paved road, field roads, you know, is there a hospital nearby? Is your body armor affixed with a first aid kit? Does everyone know where that first aid kit is? We arrive into a, a military position. I get out of the car. I look at my watch. You know, I set a timer. No more than an hour. I'm listening for drones, jets, check in with the team. Is everyone comfortable? And if they are, then we proceed. Frontline reporting is dangerous, but I think nothing is more important than talking to the people involved, you know, hearing their stories and being able to connect that with people thousands of miles away. Anything that can make something like this more personal, I think is well worth the risk. New York Times subscribers make it possible for us to keep doing this vital coverage. If you'd like to subscribe, you can do that at nytimes.com slash subscribe. From the New York Times, I'm Michael Barbaro. It's Wednesday, December 4th. Here's what you need to know today. I've taken stock and I've looked at this from every angle. And over the last few days, I have come to one of the hardest decisions of my life. Senator Kamala Harris of California who began her presidential campaign as a top-tier candidate with record crowds, has dropped out of the race. So here's the deal, guys. Um, My campaign for president simply does not have the financial resources to continue. Saying that she no longer has the money required to remain competitive. In good faith, I cannot tell you, my supporters and volunteers, that I have a path forward if I don't believe I do. Harris has struggled to articulate a clear political ideology in a race dominated by liberals and moderates and oversaw a campaign team with warring factions that couldn't agree on a strategy. And... Would you like some nice ISIS fighters? Yeah, I can give them to you. can take everyone you want. For 45 minutes on Tuesday, President Trump and French President Emmanuel Macron engaged in a series of tense televised exchanges about their approach to ISIS, NATO, and trade policy during a meeting in London. It is true that you have foreign fighters coming from Europe, but this is a tiny minority of the overall problem we have in the region. And I think- Unlike many foreign leaders who quietly endure Trump's taunts, Macron repeatedly jabbed back at Trump resulting in several testy back and forths. This is why he's a great politician, because that was one of the greatest non-answers I've ever heard. <laughs> and that's okay. Because sometimes there are, there, you can have something. That's it for today. I'm Michael Bavaro. See you tomorrow. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and producing natural gas with fewer emissions in the Permian Basin. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.